0: You are now locked into The Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Just
1: give us the board. No. Man. Please, just
0: give
2: us okay, the board and okay. bastard. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Sorry. Vans. Off the wall since 1960. Motherfucking six.
3: Bitch.
1: And now, live from Studio E, The
3: Bunt
0: with Safa and Donovan. I'm D. Jones, I got the ghost with me. As always, we got the goat, Ants One behind the scenes. It's a cool, it is a cool thing, thing. Still, still. Wouldn't be possible without him ghosts but we got cracking this week
1: oh you know same old just another big week in studio e we got the one and only dwayne Fagundes, brazilian og legend uh kind enough to spend some time with us we met him in barcelona uh one of the nicest dudes you'll meet You know what i'm saying don't judge a book by its cover he's a smart great dude giving back to the community in brazil like crazy really inspirational and fun to talk uh with Dwayne so we'll get that popping then the post office went off got some great emails this week and a a loose ball voice note so thanks for that and then uh, wrapping it up with some sports talk man Super Bowls around the corner yo can't wait to talk about that next week
0: make sure to like us on Facebook at the bunt follow us on Instagram at the bunt live get your emails and voice notes into thebuntlive at gmail.com and if you missed an episode don't stress they all logged for your listening pleasure at thebuntlive.com man was it a busy week in skateboarding this week you got a shout out for us or should we mix it up and make you do a kook of the week instead of a shout out let's do a kook of the week man kook of the week fuck i need more
1: time to think <laughs> i'll hit you with one from miami when i'm thinking clearly but uh shout of the week it's not a video part but uh just really enjoyed that uh, mario Fortes or fortes lomo congreso that spot somewhere in europe you speak spanish <laughs> the dude go check it it's on thrasher it's butter it's a fun little four minute watch uh Uyghur and some boys kill it and the one homie does fakey flip switch front crook revert Absolutely fucked. Uh we gotta go to that spot, man. That I, shit looks I don't even know fun. where it
0: is, but it looked incredible. Uyghurs still on his shit though, man. Good to see him absolutely crushing. So, like we said this week, Dwayne Fagundes banned in the US and Canada, I guess, right? But he can't stop won't stop, man. And he ain't banned from the airwaves, baby. <laughs> we got him in the building. Absolute DGK legend. One of the nicest guys i hope everyone out there gets a chance to meet him and a true story of just because something goes bad in your life doesn't mean you can't make good out of it man this guy's a true inspiration doing it for his city for his culture absolutely pleasure to have him inside studio e hell yeah man let's
1: uh let's crack a couple of steamies and just celebrate you know what i'm saying steam whistle Canada's premium Pilsner, the only buzz.
0: Man, we're very happy. It's our pleasure to have Dwayne Fagundes in the building. What's going on, man?
3: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Did I say your name right?
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fagundes, it, man. Yeah, usually
0: we're terrible with names. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind—the of, second name is kind of hard to spell a little bit, huh?
0: Mhm. But we figured it out. <laughs> Nothing <Yeah>. like Yalte. <laughs> <laughs> so we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. Favorite skate
3: moment? Mm-hmm. When Stevie came to Brazil and went to the, <laughs> I went to my, and went to Porto Alegre, to my city, and. We went there to YAP for my pro board release, and the skate park was full. All my homes there, my family was there. Wow! The the homes was emotion, was dope, man. It was a was a great great moment. Never man, that's forget. That's so sick. Yeah. When was this? Was in May. Yeah, end of May, something like that. That's
1: what's up, man. That's pretty recently. Congrats, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks.
3: That must have been the best. That was a big move. Hell yeah. Boss
0: moves.
3: (laughs) Yeah, thanks, dude.
0: So, and what about favorite sports moment?
3: Favorite sports moment? I don't know, maybe when my soccer team, Internacional, beat Barcelona. (laughs) (laughs) Way back in the day, I think it was 2005 or 2006, something like that. That's dope. Yeah, it was a dope moment, yeah.
1: But you love Barcelona and you're from Brazil, so was that, like, some conflict or what?
3: No, it's not conflict. People, <laughs> people over there remember if I say, oh, yeah, Internacional beat Barcelona yeah. that year, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. People, people will remember. <laughs> Especially that because people are too deep in soccer, too. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: That's funny. So tell us a little bit about growing up in Brazil and how did you get into skateboarding?
3: Man... I get on skateboarding, watch my neighbor he skates in front of my house So my family gave me a fucked up skateboard just from the <laughs> beginning And I keep skating on his skateboard Until I get my, my good skateboard I didn't remember why I get it But I remember I get it, I think what I was doing good in school or something like that Sick. And then my parents gave me one dope skateboard yeah. So yeah, as soon as when I get the the dope skateboard, start skateboarding, fuck my my school situation started going down.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. It backfired on your parents, man.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, but you know everything has one reason. I was yeah. started getting better in school and getting better on skateboard. So,
0: <laughs> what was your first big break in the skate industry?
3: I think when I start to ride for Circa Brazil, because I skate for small companies out here in Brazil, like Bastard Clothing, Nipe Skateboards, and Free Day Shoes. So, Free Day brings Circa to Brazil for start the distribution or something like that. And they have to build a team out here. So, they send me to Free Day from Circa in Brazil. Circa Brazil and right after that circa came to brazil the american guys came to brazil for make a little tour Mm -hmm. and then uh and i have my promo already so yeah i talked with the team manager from circa andrew at the time and talk with him like yo here's my promo blah, blah 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 i have plans to go to united states just for for skateboard, meet up the people, you know, have been to skate for DGK, mm-hmm. and I want to skate for Circa two United States, blah, 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 this and that. And then I was saving some money. So I gave him to my promo, and he puts on Circa website that time. The yeah. US, yeah. US, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So I was saving some money for go to the United States, and I was like, oh man, you know what? I'm gone, <laughs> so I went to, yeah, I went to the United States and then Stevie discovered my video on YouTube because Joe Surreal was the Diamond Supply team manager at that time, so he saw my video and shows to Stevie. And then for some reason works out, Stevie calls Rodrigo Lima because I was with him in the United States yeah. and said, yo, you have something for me, blah, blah, blah. And then Lima, <laughs> uh what you talking about yeah talking about your friend just <laughs> just who got from brazil blah, blah, this this and that and he put me on the phone and i was on shock talk with steve like oh yeah oh man i can't believe he's calling he's <laughs> calling rodrigo lima trying to find me you know you know like
2: that's fucking
3: yo that that's the the great moment man unforgettable how I old think are you it was the the, the, the the biggest impact in my life for real for real Oh, I was with 18. <clears throat> damn, wow man. Yeah, Can you imagine was, you're
0: just chilling and your homie gets a phone call and Stevie looking oh, yeah. for you? That's so
3: sick. It's crazy because we was in the Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. In, some, in some bowl contest, just watching, you know, walking around the beach and then that happened. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs>
1: Stevie got your tape, man. He never got mine, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> he, he never got yours. <laughs> uh, let's make it happen. No, no. Let's show
0: it. <laughs> <Let's laughs> <choke>. Dreams <laughs> can still be made, man.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, you mentioned it a little bit. you were with Rodrigo Lima. One thing we love about the Brazilian skate scene is that it seems like everyone has each other's back and you guys all support the next generation coming up. Who are some of the guys that helped you come up from Brazil?
3: Oh, man, uh, the guys from my city, Cesar Gordo, help me, comes up. Uh, Marco Sida, uh, homie Rafael Diaz, uh, the guys from my city, you know. But if you talk about the another homies, I can talk about Peterson, Dennis Cerezzini, TX, uh, Lima, ah, a bunch of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it seems like you guys all... All, like i love it seeing like i remember the brazilian issue and then any oh my any like whenever tiago puts out a part like his homies are always all there hyping him up and shit. it just seems like you guys have a big bond and all support each other it's sick
3: it's kind of nation huh i think that's why they call the nation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope that's dope yeah because i think everybody have big respect for each other you know everybody know the the long journey the long journey it takes for you make it, you know you can you make something dope uh, in brazil and out of brazil because brazil is pretty big mm-hmm. so i came from the south from down south the last state of brazil so for me it was hard because i have to prove like i'm good in my city so i have to came to sao paulo then and prove like i'm kind of good in yeah. São Paulo too, and went to United States and proved. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like test, back test, back te- test, after test after test. And, and man, yeah, for crazy. you
1: guys, it's there's it's even harder. Like for us, you know, it's hard. It's kind of the same thing. You got to prove yourself in your city in Canada, and then you know, try and go to the states. But we have the advantage of speaking English. For you guys, you guys have to learn yeah. another oh, yeah. language on top of the whole thing. Like it's it's, uh, it's uh, mad, mad respect, man, for coming up out of Brazil.
3: Yeah, and a lot of the and a lot of the homes didn't went to the English class, you know, for for speaking English or learn how to speak English. I don't know how they did, man. Yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah, listening to a lot of music and and True. watching TV movies. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, shout yeah. out Caesar Gordo. I remember him from the Brazilian issue and some old videos, man. He's a beast. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He's a beast. <laughs> so.
0: Who are some of the OG Brazilian legends that you looked up to coming up?
3: Uh, I think I think Cesar Gordo. because he's from my city, so I used okay. to watch him skate since when he gets, like 18, 19, something like that, you know, since I was a little kid, because I used to came to Mat- Matriz Plaza, So all those guys from my city used to skate over there before the EAPI Skate Plaza. And it's a small plaza in downtown of Porto Alegre. So I used to watch all of them skate over there, you know? When I was little crazy. So I grew up watching, skate, and then, you know, time go go passing, meet up with the homies, all that.
1: So if you could pick one who's Who's the greatest of all time, Brazilian skaters?
3: <laughs> that's Shit, tough. That is, that's tough, that's for tough. Me,
1: for me, it's easy. It's Roger Rodrigo TX.
3: Yeah, TX, uh, huh? Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> he's just been he's doing it be for so God, yeah. long,
1: man. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's been at yeah a high yeah. level For like 20 years or something more. And every
3: part he's dropping out is better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? It's crazy, man.
1: It's like he's getting younger.
3: Yeah. Yeah, especially because he, he did a lot of surgeries. I can't take. I can't say.
0: Oh really?
1: yeah, a couple, of
3: sur- yeah, couple of surgeries on 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 his knee, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's crazy, man.
0: So who would you pick?
3: Me? Yeah, I'm going with the nigga TX. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: not a, you can't go wrong there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So sick. Yeah, he's he's a beast.
1: So what are your thoughts on skateboarding in the Olympics? It's coming up this year and uh the chances of the Brazilian team taking it all, man.
3: <laughs> oh man. You know you know you know who I think is going to win? Who? Japan Japan
1: Japan <laughs> yo. Yeah, yo
3: man. No, man, but they have a Besides the Utah, they have a bunch of great guys, man. Did you see they they's at Tampa?
1: Yeah, I did, I did see that wow. other kid at Tampa. Who was it? He does like <laughs> he does like the 360 big flip shit like every try and shit.
3: Wow. Yes, it's crazy. It, they do some crazy things. And I think they go for the for the competition. Yeah, my point of my point of view about the Olympics. Me as a street skater. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. and And I love being street skater. I don't know, man. I think it's kind of it's different, you know, because you have to do the drug tests, <laughs> and uh, you—it's a competition. You have to prove you—you're gonna be better than the next man, and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. different, different thoughts. For me, street skater, like we are different. It ain't no competition. We are different. I'm different than you know. You know what I mean? Like no, yeah, my sure. style is different. My my how I think is different. I think about being creative and keep dropping my parts, doing my things. You know what I mean? Like design my shoes better now. I have shoes. Uh, think about more dope graphics for my boards and keep dropping my parts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm far, I'm far away from the, think about the competition and ah, who's gonna win and yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm, more, I'm more together. <laughs> it's not relatable. Different you know what's unfortunate
0: goals. is like when Street Week first came out, I feel like they wanted street skaters to to love it you know it was like the contest for the street skaters that had all the riders in there but as it's grown it's turned just into the newest x games yeah yeah and now the olympics is going to be just when it
1: when it started with the pj and mike
0: moe and stuff like that austin was was there dylan was there yeah yeah a lot of guys like they would pay to just have the right guys there and that's just turned into
3: yeah, contest. I think people skates on street league one time too. Yeah, yeah. See,
0: cr- that's what you want to see. That's what street skaters would watch in a contest.
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But for the Olympics, I don't know. the Olympics kind of it's gonna it's gonna be good for couple skaters. You know, gonna put some yeah. money on their pockets. Probably help their families, their friends. I hope they do this. <laughs>
0: I don't even know. Like, do you make money off the Olympics? Some countries do, but do all? I, don't I know, think man. yeah. I think like some you would, your own country would have to pay you. Though, like you're not making money when you
3: from. Yeah, but I, th- but I. heard about some guys get more than other guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Like depends the name who have the sponsors. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Huh? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Oh well, yeah. I mean, for the big guys like the Naja Houstons, I'm sure they'll get paid from their sponsors if they're wearing like. You know, oh yeah, he's probably yeah. gonna. Monster be- and shit.
3: Yeah, they're probably gonna give him a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> probably the government too. The United States government, huh?
0: Yeah, that's what it is. That's where the funding comes from.
1: Every team should have one like raw street skater.
0: It's exactly. Yeah. That's what you want, but it will never happen.
3: <laughs> they should have <laughs> a <laughs> contest. Yeah, because they're they yeah, they smoke weed, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess you gotta be clean, man. Yeah, so you have the infamous story of being banned from the USA.
3: Oh, yeah, can you man. tell us what went down? Yeah, I can tell you The main reason is because I have some weed Between Arizona and Texas Because we was driving across the country From LA to Atlanta So the border patrol stopped us Between Arizona and Texas And it's the worst state huh, for, yeah. for have weed Or for the immigrants and all that and I have a little bit with, I have like three grams only. Mm-hmm. And then they search the car, the, the fucking dogs came, blah, oh. blah, blah. And then Marcus, Marcus helps me a little bit because he says for the, for the sheriff, yo, the, I can take everything, blah, blah, blah. You can give him the charges, keep him clean and all that. So Damn. the guy says nothing gonna happen, right? So I went back to Brazil, stayed here for, for a couple of months, then I went back to United States. And when I went back to United States, the guy sent me to the room, and then the officer said, yo, what's happened between Arizona and Texas? And Texas? Yeah, and I say, fuck, this shit is on my record. But the, the thing is, the sheriff says, yo, don't say nothing for the guys when you get in, because it's not gonna be on your record. Mm-hmm. right so I was like oh, okay so I lie. I say no I didn't have nothing nothing happened blah, blah 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 what's happening my friend have some weed in this and that and then the guy say yo but why are you saying your friend have some weed if here on the system says you have 3.9 grams oh. of weed with you so why he- are you talking this why are you lying to me Damn. man I was like fuck you know, that's the crucial <laughs> And then they open up my bags For some reason, have a little fucking Rolling paper in there Oh, no Yeah, and because of this fucking rolling paper They say, yo, here on the system say you have 3.9 grams of weed And I found a rolling paper in your bag And you smoke weed in Brazil is illegal And you are, and you fuck, you are immigrant, so... How are you gonna do all this in this country? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So after that, he fucked me up. He said, "Yo, you can't get in here because you lied for us and blah 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 blah. We we're gonna be like, you can't get in this time. You have to come back to Brazil and and make another visa and this and there. You'll be able." So uh, a lot of bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Damn, man. Yeah. Damn, yeah. What? Yeah, and I went to the but they didn't tell you exactly what you have to do for clean your name you know mm-hmm. So I, I, I know for the another homes I have to take a lawyer for clean up my name and see what's going on you know send some letter for United States apologizing something like that but it's crazy because everything's kind of expensive you know. Oh, yeah. and in know my yeah in my mind, I think I just have make the visa again. You know yeah. what I mean. So I went to the United States embassy, spent some money trying to make the visa denied. Then I went some time trying to make again denied. Then I trying to make again denied. But yeah. at the embassy they didn't tell you what you have to do. You know, like oh yeah, you should you should find some lawyer or or do something, you know? They'll just take so, your application. Yeah, yeah, spend some money, some time on this. So uh, I'm not over, but it's passing almost 10 years now. You wow. know, so after 10 years, I know your name is clean or something like that, because my visa, my visa situation, already gone. You know, I already passed my 10 years' visa, mm-hmm. American one, so waiting a little a little bit more for for beat this 10 years you know yeah. what i mean and gonna make 10 years in 12 21 something like that and
1: man fucking weeds like legal in some states now too it's all for nothing so
0: man brutal, but yeah, texas? yeah yeah texas would be the worst fucking place i bet
3: yeah texas and arizona and because of this situation i can't ha- i can't take my my visa to canada Oh, that's no. fucked Oh, up. really? Yeah, I tried two times already.
1: Yeah, I thought you were going to come to the Glory Challenge. Yeah, wish. I wish.
3: No, I wish I went to the Glory Challenge. And last year I was supposed to be there for like a month, me and Thiago, skating in Montreal, filming with the guys and all that.
1: Yeah, fuck. Yeah,
3: and I tried to take the visa again, fuck the night.
1: That's so annoying. <laughs> that's frustrating. Yeah,
3: but fuck it. Maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> 21 man. Yeah, turn 21 man. I'm
1: going. That's bullshit. So what was it like when DGK found that out? Like, were they like, okay, we'll continue to sponsor you, but you got to go to Europe and film? Or like, what What was DGK saying in your sponsors?
3: Uh, they'll say they, they wasn't mad because the situation of life you know especially because it happens in a dgk trip yeah but i'm glad they they didn't they didn't kick me off yeah <laughs> you know because i was at the same time i was here doing my things i was here getting clips i was here traveling inside brazil i went to barcelona for finish the parental advisory part then i went to barcelona again because me, and Steve, we have a little conversation, and he says, "Yeah, you can't go to United States, but you can go for another places, you know." Mm-hmm. And as you can come to Barcelona, doing your things like getting clips, you know what I mean, like skate, skate, skate a lot, getting clips for your projects for DGK. There's no reason for you, you know, spend a lot of money with lawyers and all that for go to United States. It sucks because in the United States I miss a lot of things, you know, a lot of premieres, a lot of tours and all those stuff. But yeah. at the same time, I'm, I'm doing me for my, on my way, you know, in a mm-hmm. different way. So getting <laughs> my clips, up. yeah, That's going to Barcelona, going to another countries,
1: you know. It's funny because when I think about you, <clears throat> I think about Barcelona and Brazil, yeah. obviously. But I also think about Atlanta
0: because
1: the first oh, yeah. clip I ever saw of you was... Uh, that little thing on the bench in Atlanta in the old like playground, like mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of people saw you for the first time. So like those, like Brazil, Bars, and Atlanta is like Dwayne Fagundes
3: to yeah.
0: me. Brazil to ATL is the sickest connect. <laughs> yeah, uh,
3: yeah, man, I love it. I love it that. I love it that that time was a was a great moment, especially because I, in my point of view, I had uh, some great time with the DGK team, you know? With oh, Stevie, yeah. Marcus, Jack Curtin, Wade, Lima, Lenny, uh, the OGs, yeah, you know man. what I mean? So, was dope because I was with them, skating, going out, like, living, you know? Chilling, changing yeah. experience, like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that was a sick team to be a part of, man.
3: Yeah, especially for me, imagine it. Brazilian, yeah. from Porto Alegre, then Go, go, <laughs> to Stratio, go to Atlanta and skate with, those, with my idols. Yeah, man, that was great times.
1: What do you miss the most from the States? Like, what are you looking forward to once uh, your name gets cleared? What, what are you most excited to go do in the States?
3: Oh, man, I think, the, I think stay together with the teams, you know, traveling, skating, getting clips, because I think this is the most important thing in the skateboard, right? Mm -hmm. on the in the teams you travel together with the homies having the great times change experience because you can learn you always have something to learn with the next man right so it's different personalities so you can you can absorb the the good things for the homies. so i think this the best thing i think you know that i that I had and I miss United States.
1: Well, it's gonna be different when you come back for sure. It's gonna be funny because the team is so different now, but you're one of the OGs, but a lot of the new kids don't even know you, like have never met you. So like you're gonna come back and be an OG who's pro. The new guy? But then there's like, now shout out to the new kids, you know, the Will Mazzaris, the Brian Reeds of the world. You know, they're shredding, but then you're just gonna pop up one day and be like, yo, what's up, son? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'm OG, you heard? You should show some respect <laughs> 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 uh, so But okay. you know what? Now now we have the distribution out here in Brazil the DGK distribution out here mm-hmm. and Stevie and Troy came to Brazil last year so they saw the scene out here in Brazil and they love the DGK has out here So So I think, yeah, I think now it's time for we bring the team from Brazil, you know what I mean? For they meet up their homies, for they make the scene big, Yeah, all those kind of stuff, they show up more, you know? That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: If you love boxes just as much as we do over here at Studio E, then this is the time of the episode you're waiting for. CHPO brand is doing it for the people. They have launched a brand new watch colorway, it is called Batong. If you can tell us what this Swedish word means, then you're getting a box to your doorstep. CHPO brand, putting hater blockers on your eyes, diamonds on your wrists, and doing it for the people all season long send your answers into the blunt live at gmail.com and you could be the winner so you had an epic part in the legendary dgk video what was it like working on that project while being banned from the states
3: oh man was dope because i have a i have a bunch of clips united states when i was dead but Almost a lot of those clips doesn't came out, you know, didn't came out in the remix and didn't came out in the parental. So, for me it was good because I was with the team from the beginning and then I was kind of doing my own, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I was going hard, man, especially because I went to Barcelona and I was skating every damn day, every damn day, and day yeah. like like beast. <laughs> you know I don't know how maybe because I was younger and I was fucking going out every night and skate every day yeah man
0: that's tough <laughs>
3: that's what's up yeah man. it was dope it was dope It's a great moment it's great times too
1: back to when you were in the states what was it like being on a squad with all those legends like Marcus McBride and Stevie Williams and Wade um, any stories any crazy stories on the road with those boys
3: oh man it was dope it was dope because for telling the truth i learned a lot of things a lot of things a lot of things for turn better professional as i can tell you know and i think everything happens for some reason maybe the the bennett situation happened for some reason you know because i can tell you i was younger and everything happens faster you know what I mean? Like yeah. getting United Time States, twice. yeah, the United States. Then I got on DGK. So if doesn't, if this Bennett thing doesn't happen, probably I'm not gonna look to look up to for different things as my as my position that I have nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. like I say to Steve, like I turn me, I turn me, I turn myself to a leader now. You know what I mean? Like, ah, before yeah. before I just skate and and take care about tricks and all those stuff. Now I take care about my family, the bills, more than before, you know what I mean? Like, what i gonna do, to yeah, 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 create my little online skate shop, uh, help my friends with it, uh, a lot of things, you know, for turning a better professional. So. I think this is the best thing that I learned in the United States. And some crazy stories. I can tell this I can tell this one. The, the one where they caught me with some weed between Arizona and yeah. Texas, yeah because we all had handcuffs on the wall and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was my first trip with Wade. Was my first tour with Wade. Was me Wade me, Wade, uh, Lima, and was first Marquise Henry DGK Tour, too.
1: Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> uh, Wade got handcuffed, too? Yeah, yeah, all of us.
3: All of us, <laughs> they, took, they took us out, out of the van. They, they bring us to the little cell, you know? we have to wait for like two hours until the sheriff came there. Give us a, give us a fucking, what's the name? Give the bill or ticket? Yeah, give yeah. the they ticket the and all that. But they didn't give me the ticket. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they give the ticket for Marcus. So I don't know, I don't know how is my situation in the visa situation. That's why I need, yeah. I need to have a lawyer for figuring it out, all of this.
1: So out of that crew, who had the smallest t-shirt on?
3: Mm. Brad, the cameraman (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who who
1: had the biggest, yo Who had the biggest It's probably a battle Between you and Wade, huh? Yeah, Yeah,
3: but Wade went down to the XL So I took the double X And the triple X That time (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man Too too much rap music videos, man (laughs) Yeah
0: Lenny Rivas was always one of my favorite DGK riders growing up. Did you get to spend some time with him? Mm -hmm. Any chance you have some some Lenny memories for us?
3: Yeah, man. I love it, man. Lenny was was the best. Was the best. We had some great times in Barcelona, man. Mm. Yeah, my first time when I went to Barcelona was in 2009. So they flew us over there. Was me, Lenny, Stevie, Marcus, uh, Jack Curtin. And Brad, yeah. the cameraman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, yo, was an unforgettable trip, man. And the same thing, and the same thing. We was going out every night and skate every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Parental advisory, legendary video with the uh, hilarious skits, some might say. Mm-hmm. but uh,
0: I think everyone would agree. <laughs> <about the> hilarious.
1: <laughs> but Rodrigo Lima, you mentioned him. He was kind of took you in when you first got out there and stuff but he's a name that a lot of people probably forget now but he had a full part for the video and he kind of mysteriously quit DGK before the video came out yeah can you tell us a little bit about what was going on what happened with Rodrigo Lima
3: I didn't really know exactly what's going on but he told me was some because of his grandmother or something like that you know his grandmother was starting getting older and started getting a little bit sick, you know. So he went to Brazil so spend more time with his family. I think with his mother, with his grandmother, you know. Start his business too because I think he have a. I think he is with a, with one distribution now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's distributing primitive out here or something like that. He's nice. doing yeah, he's doing big. He's doing big moves out here.
0: So do you still see him around? Is he still skating?
3: Yeah, I saw him around when I went to Curitiba because Oshoes is from Curitiba. So sometimes I go to Curitiba for some meetings, you know, for some some talks with the homies, skate over there too. And and I saw him and I see him sometimes skating and going out, you know, have some (laughs) beers, some conversations. Yeah, he's the homie, his brother.
1: Uh, I'm glad uh, Brad and DGK put that f- that part out because it I was so confused I'm like he quit just before the video came out, but he had the full part ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: and I bet he and I bet he is and I bet he has some, a lot of Clips a lot of scene clips probably stop it yeah. with Brad
1: Yeah, man, uh, that was I always just wondered because you were banned from the States and it was like, oh, he's going back to Brazil, so he's quitting to do his family thing or something. But I'm like, he could have just stayed on DGK and gone back.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think.
1: But I don't know, I don't know the full story, you know. But I always, it was just so weird to me. I'm like, you should keep taking that check from DGK and go spend time with your grandma.
3: For sure, for sure. I think he's got, he got over too, you know, because he oh, he's okay, been yeah. doing big for since he's young. Yeah. you remember? I think since he's. 14, 15, something like that, doing big long shorties and yeah,
1: yeah, you know, yeah.
3: Circa back in the day. He probably have a lot of money back in the days, you know, with Circa <laughs> and doing his things and Circa gave everything that he wants that time, you know. And then yeah. he went to DJK and then things are more complicated, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I don't know, man. I think he gets over, you know? Okay. Yeah. Now that happens. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Probably the age starts come too. He probably didn't think like, oh yeah, what I'm gonna do for my future for get some real money, and this and that. So I don't know, man. Probably a lot of things in his head. Oh,
1: for sure. But yeah, shout out to him, man.
3: Yeah, shout out Rodrigo Lima.
1: Fan Nolly flip back five zero that red oh. hubba.
0: Shout out your knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Last year, the Dime Squad spent some time down in Brazil with you. What was it like having them down there and showing those guys around your city?
3: Oh man, it was dope. It was great, great times because everyone who came, they are super dope. Super, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a person, you know, like real dope person. So the vibe connects right there and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I only knew Will before than the other guys, so. I knew Ant- I met Antoine, Phil, Nate, Etienne, Leon. I met them here, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, so it was dope because the vibe match Right in the, right in the first, yo, what's up? No, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah So it was dope, can show São Paulo, uh, some parties, spots Then went to Rio de Janeiro, same thing, you know, some parties Spots <laughs> was dope, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chill at the beach with the homies. Was a great times.
0: That's what's up.
1: So, like you mentioned, you're riding for Aos Shoes these days. Uh, tell us a bit about the brand and uh, how you linked up with them.
3: Oh yeah, it's a Brazilian brand, uh, shoes brand. They are from Curitiba, and the, the owner, he used to have a clothing company back in the day. Carls Latex. Him and Peterson was kind of partners. You know what I mean? Okay. So I always was a big fan of him and his works. And he's a was a dope skater too. And uh, I don't know for some reason the I I was skating for circa, circa Dan blah blah, blah. I almost I was without two sponsors and then the guy who films for for Oz, JP, he's my big homie, we kind of grew up together and he says yo, what's up with with Oz, blah 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 we started a conversation and then ended up I escaped for (laughs) Oz yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but it was good good. yeah, but it was good man because I always have a lot of respect for him, for Rafael and for the company you know what I mean, because they have good view, they have great ID. they they represent Brazil, you know, and the they tryna they have the best leather, they have the best rubbers, you know what I mean for for the skate shoes and everything is made here in Brazil. Oh, you know sick. what I mean? So and we're able to match our ideas too. You know what I'm saying? I made the colorway and the tracksuit always never did the uh, pants. So they did the pants for my tracksuit, you know what I mean? No, like we, we matched the ideas and came through. So they always gave me space for express my ideas and we came through with something. I just got, yeah, I just got my, I just got my, my snature shoe now. And we matched with the ideas, you know, me, Rafael and Nathan, the guy who designed the shoes, we stayed together. We came with the ideas and say what I want, and they they basically listen to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it came the it came the shoe like perfect, perfect how I want. That's yeah, that's, that's good. What's up, man. Yeah, because I believe in a lot of companies that don't have they don't they didn't give you this space, you know, for design how you want, uh, put the material that you want, you know, express your ideas in everything. So. I think I think is it's very good, you know, very good work with them together. That's
1: dope. So you're saying you're fresh to death these days, eh?
0: Head to toe. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Signature tracksuit and shoes, man.
3: Have <laughs> 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 sent some from Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah oh, no. now you talk oh,
3: okay. this language. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, we man. talk in
1: boxes. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> you already know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but getting a pro shoe has got to be one of the sickest things you can do, man. Oh, man,
3: yeah, it's a wonderful feeling, man. I can tell.
0: So, can you tell us a little bit about what went down at the O's demo?
3: Oh, man, yeah, yeah, that's a crazy start. <laughs> we, was in, we was in Guarulhos for some O's, O's demo and best trick contest. And then those guys were skating around the, around the course and all that killing. <laughs> and then some guy... Getting inside the the skate park with a bike, right? And then the cop was right behind him. And then we figured it out the cop was chasing him because he stole the bike. (laughs) 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 And then and the dude was the dude getting inside the skate park and the cop chasing him like whoa doing circles. And then he got on, and the guy who was in the mic, the host,ed say, what is, "What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it?" And then the <laughs> guy, <laughs> everybody stopped like on shock, and the guy said, "What is it? What is it?" And then the guy who was running for the cop did a wheelie, <laughs> you know, <what> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, oh, and <laughs> go, and then the cop turned chasing, and then the guy say, the host said, "Yo." We already have the winner. It's the guy who was being chased by the cops He's the <laughs> winner. He did the best trick in the contest, man. Your guy is going to go <laughs> yeah, Joking that's on the so microphone. Oh, wow. That shit's crazy, man <laughs> And then, 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 then we came back with the contest and all that regular, <laughs> like nothing happened I don't know how those fools oh came like nothing happened <laughs> That's crazy
1: Yeah, you guys should have found the guy on the bike and given him some (laughs) shoes after that. Yeah, give him the trophy. (laughs)
3: Yeah. (laughs) Man, that's crazy.
1: (laughs) So, what's next for Dwayne Fugundes, man?
3: Oh, man. Travel more, drop more parts, uh, make more friends, (laughs) design more shoes. Uh, have some more dope pro models, boards, you know, travel more, man, they keep doing, keep doing my things. Because every year being, every year being PASS is getting better, you know what I mean? Like, in my career and the things that I've been doing, I've been doing like skate great, great best street contests in my city for the kids you know, with a, lot sure. of, with a lot of boards, wheels, shoes, clothes, oh, you sure. know, like, uh, tricks for goods, you know, so who do some dope trick, get something. Yeah. So yeah. it's dope because I can help a lot of people over there too with this and believe in their dreams too, you know, because it's not just, my tree's been doing big a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, lot of great things but we have to do too. you know what i mean yeah I'm for putting sure. my scene more on the map for make people wants to go to porto alegre to skate on spots over there uh went to the contest to amateur contests you know what i mean for for living more the city came to sao paulo too you know what i mean like that's my goal is trying to make more for like more for for the culture out here yeah. that's
1: what it's all about man you you live the skate dream you're still living it but giving back to the next generation and the kids that's what it's all about man yeah Mad respect
3: yeah that's the point because that's the thing that i most think about it when they send me back to from united states you know like yo if i wait if i if i stay in united states i'm probably gonna just be skating and you know skating and traveling be be regular you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, So I went to Brazil, I saw the reality, I saw the things that I have to do for getting the culture better, for getting the scene better and bigger. So I took my position, you know what I mean? And I understood oh, my yeah. position as a pro skater now and as a person and as a leader for make those things happen. So I think I now, it, yeah, now I'm, now I'm getting understand more those things and the and the reason you know maybe that's the thing those things happens definitely
0: an inspiration
3: to us too man thanks man doing
0: stuff for your own for your own scenes
1: the best yeah for the community. you're a proper og man those yeah when you do get back to the states some kids better put some respect on you <laughs> oh, they will thanks man thanks
3: <laughs> a lot no choice man. <laughs> yeah man and you know what it is man it's about Make history, you know, leave the legacy, and teach the teach the young kids, teach the young bloods, what they have to do, for keep the culture going on, you know, and keep the culture getting better. Keep that's passing on that knowledge. Yeah, see, that's yeah. what we
1: were talking about early in the interview. Like it, the way you're talking about it now, that's that's what we see in the videos of the Brazilian scene. It just seems like you guys all support each other so much. It's sick, man, that you're keeping that going.
3: Yes, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. And you know, that's how I say everybody have big respect for each other out here. So that's why we support each other a lot. Yeah. Well
1: you pick Japan to win the Olympics, I'm picking Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> Who you got, Donald? Brazil <laughs>
3: Brazil Canada, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Brazil, Canada. I don't really Japan's gonna names do names
0: I like so I'll take this opportunity to <laughs> I, <stay> behind.
3: <laughs> I'm in Japan because <laughs> I think they are the most competitive, you know, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you can like see they're you, training. yeah, yeah the training, you can see in Tampa and Street League. And you see Correct. Yeah, the Canadians it's they came, Yeah, the Canadians they came through with style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Brazilians came through with style too. <laughs> <laughs> the Americans wanna win too. It's kinda of <laughs> competition. <laughs>
1: oh, one last quick question. What do you think of uh the Sodi this year? Yeah, because we were on team Tiago. Oh, yeah, me. But, th- but then Mark Suchu put so much more footage out before the year ended that I switched to Suchu. But when they announced it, I was like, should have been Tiago. What'd you think?
3: Mm, I stayed with Tiago. Uh, yeah. yeah, Suchu. That Suchu. was
0: easy, man. After the primitive video, come
3: on. Suchu did a great, <laughs> great, great, great job. Yeah, and, and wonderful, crazy, fucking amazing tricks, too. Some things that I never saw before, but I have to stay with my mate Tiago, man.
1: No, trust me. Yeah. I, I was Tiago all the way, but you know how they always announce it in, like, December or something? Mm-hmm. They announce it, like, early December yeah. or yeah, even should, maybe I swear, like, November. This year was even earlier. Yeah, it yeah was, yeah, was, was but, Milton,
3: right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: The only reason I switched to Suchu was because he kept putting out more and more and more and more crazy shit before it was actually 2020. Oh, yeah. So I was like, yo... That's one of the most impressive years of, of content I've ever seen from one skater. But Tiago's in the conversation every year. Yeah. But yeah, Milton got it. But he's more of like a thrasher kind of guy. I guess. <laughs>
3: yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that's that's how I was talking with my homies. He was more kinda of thrasher and guy. They haven't,
0: picked, <laughs> yeah, they haven't <laughs> picked a guy like that in a couple years. So that
3: yeah, I I think, like yeah from, from especially from South America, huh? That's great. That's good, that's good. That's Thiago's easy. coming though. Yeah, Thiago's coming. Thiago's coming. Thiago's coming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah er- early pick this year, man. A where, man. You see his new part?
3: No, I didn't. Yo, you gotta go watch That's that, it. bro. Yeah. Be free. Okay, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna. When we finish this, I'm gonna watch for sure. <laughs> yeah, the nigga be killing. He's always killed Straight up. <laughs>
1: Yo yo yo, it's rapid fire with the ghost, and this week it's an honor to be brought to you by Actions Realized and John Rattray's Why So Sad. John Rattray is a legendary skateboarder and advocate for mental health awareness, using his voice to enact positive change and help open up the conversation about suicide prevention in skateboarding and elsewhere. This year, for his Why So Sad fundraising mission, John rode his bike over 100 miles and vowed to learn a proper sad plan the why so sad times actions realized boards and shirts are available now in skate shops worldwide a portion of the proceeds from the sale will go directly to the why so sad fundraising efforts learn more about the project at www.actionsrealized.com yo Dwayne, you ready bruv let's get into this rapid fire and damn we got to get ratray on the show one of these days hey donald (laughs)
3: favorite skater Stevie Williams
1: <laughs> favorite video
3: DigiK parental advisory
1: favorite video part
3: Stevie's DC video Ooh.
1: sick
3: <laughs> that's my favorite
1: favorite style tiago which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate
3: uh, I think Stevie yeah Stevie yeah, Williams yeah
1: definitely see some Stevie in your oh, skating yeah. yeah most talented skateboarder on planet earth
3: I'll go with TX. Favorite trick. Not have cab hill flips. <laughs> Not front side hill. sick. Hardest trick for you. Not really hard flip something.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Most illegal trick. Oh man. I don't pressure. <laughs> oh. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: Real talk.
1: <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten?
3: I think the fake flip. Backside five o, shove it out at the Ayangabo tall ledge that I have on the Shit. on old video on the last part. Hell yeah! Yeah.
1: Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed?
3: All the Marcelo Formigas tricks. What's the one <laughs> trick that got away? I think fakey backside five o, half cap front frontside flip. Damn. Yeah. I got it, but I didn't have perfect, you know what I mean, so, I don't know if it counts. (laughs) I didn't have perfect.
1: What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed?
3: My homie, Thales (laughs) Prats, he's good, but he's insane sometimes, you know, the kind kind of the homes you know is good on skateboard, but sometimes you get scared to see.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's good. He jumped down some shit with no chance to land it. Eh?
2: Yeah,
3: sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> the, uh, last year he was trying fakey big spin heel flip down the big tree <laughs> <laughs> in Macba. <laughs> but yo, was close, but was scary to see, you know, because <laughs> the, the the big flip doesn't catch. And he kept turning, you know, in the air, like, <laughs> he was probably just close his eyes and landed on skateboard. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't get it. He didn't get it, but he almost, he went there uh, for like five times, try uh, uh,
1: uh, Closing <laughs> your eyes is the definition of the fun thing right
3: there. <laughs> uh, That's fucked up, huh? Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Tyler Pratt. Hell yeah. yeah. Legend. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What's the last new trick you learned?
3: Maybe the Nolly flip back blood. Oh, oh damn! Yeah, there that you. I have that that I have on old video. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, I think was the last one that I learned.
1: What's your dream job after skating?
3: Uh, Be a pimp. <laughs> just, oh. uh, like <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, just playing.
3: Uh, I don't know, man. Be a <laughs> I don't know, man, be a successful businessman, something like that, you know.
1: Favorite local brand? Owls. <laughs> yeah, sick. <laughs> Favorite local skater?
3: I'm staying with Cesar Gordo.
1: Favorite teammate ever?
3: Probably Gustav Malaguali, I can say, yeah. Nice. My hope. yeah. We used to skate for three Day Shoes and, and Bastard Clothes together. Sick. What was yeah. Worst teammate ever? Ah, maybe one guy who skates for Flow Team from DGK one time. I don't want to say his name, but the guy from Florida, from Florida. <laughs> and, I, and, and I don't know, we, we, our vibes didn't match, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, okay. We're
0: going to have to do some research to figure that one out. Uh <laughs> yeah, but he,
3: he, he, he was Flo, you know, in DGK, but he didn't get on the team.
0: You put the kibosh on him. You said no?
3: Yeah, I said oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I yeah. didn't say no exactly, but I say, like, yo, yeah, our vibes kind of doesn't match, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, can't. DGK
1: flow and now he's
0: triple OG. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't
3: Dom Johnson, you know, who, you know who it is? Who? Say it again. Dom. Dom? I think... Yeah Dom Johnson? Oh
1: no, I never heard of him. Huh. You heard of him? Dom Johnson, you're dust, buddy.
3: <laughs>
1: Worst company.
3: Fucking Osiris shoes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Bloody Jeez. laughs> Worst trend.
3: Yeah, this body very shit. shit. <laughs> that shit's fucked up. Worst style. Fucking. What's the what's the guy? Nate
2: Sherwood.
3: (laughs) 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 Oh. Safety shots.
0: (laughs)
1: Oh shit. Last person you want on the sesh.
3: Uh, maybe that guy. Some guy from my city. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Marlon.
0: Marlo,
1: Marlo yeah. from the wire man, You better be careful talking No, no, shit. Marlo
3: from Marlo is the guy from From my city No, just kidding <laughs> Yeah, he got, he got some sponsors But I don't fuck with him
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man That's gonna wrap up our interview With Dwayne Fagundes Dude, it was a pleasure Having you here
3: No, thanks for having me, man yep. oh, Yeah Honor yeah. and a
0: pleasure To have you on, man Legend
1: from back in i swear we were still in high school when you were popping in the playground in atlanta oh yeah but uh i just love that you've been in a cloud of smoke smoking that joint this whole interview when we we're talking about <laughs> you being banned but i'm looking <laughs> i'm looking forward to your name being cleared and hopefully you can be back in the states come check us in canada Hey man
0: it's legal up here in canada so yeah,
1: yeah As soon it's gonna be legal first, yeah. everywhere man yeah i'm
3: going i'm going i'm going 2021 i'm going figure out this visa situation shit and I'm going. Be- you guys better be ready, huh? Oh, we ready, dog.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. We're going to need some clips for our video we're making. The bun video. and again. smoke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and going out to the clubs, too. <laughs> All day. All right. Thanks, G. All right. Thank you, man. Peace. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And here in the post office, we talk a lot about Stance Socks, and rightfully so, they reinvented the sock game. But did you know that Stance has an entire men's underwear collection as well? Stance's men's underwear line is designed with a standout look and exceptional feel to keep your most valuable assets protected and supported. Head down to your local skate shop and get yours now. Hey, Ghost, who we got up first? You've got mail.
1: All right, first up, we got an email from Coop Seal. Yo, Coop from Richmond, Virginia here. Shout out to Inbred and Trumpet. You guys seem like decent authorities on the nomenclature. How the fuck do you say that? Nomenclature. (laughs) Nomenclature of tricks. Settle a bet for me. We can all agree what a fakey backside 50-50 looks like. You ride up to the ledge fakey with the ledge behind you. I hope we can all agree on a fakey backside nose grind. In other words, a fakey ollie into what would look like a switchback 5-0 with the ledge on your heel side upon approach. I also hope we can agree that you cannot perform a switch trick when you are popping fakey, i.e. fakey ollie to switchback tail back 5-0, etc. With all this understood, can we agree that frontside versus backside while skating a ledge fakie is referencing the approach to the ledge? I cannot think of any tricks while skating regular that start with the ledge behind you that are not called backside. The inverse is true when the ledge is in front of you, it's called (laughs) frontside. Why then when I approach a ledge fakie and frontside and pop into a tailslide, What would look in a photo to be a switch front nose slide if someone were taking a picture? Is it not referred to as fakie front tail? I believe that the skate community has been incorrectly referring to this trick as fakie back tail for too long. Time to liberate this trick from its incorrect label.
0: Do you guys have my back? Absolutely not. (laughs) That's a fakie back tail. That's easy. It's just like doing a front side half cab front nose. Like, are you going to say that's a front side half cap back nose slide no it's front nose you're getting into a front nose right
1: (sighs) well all i gotta say is there's no mouthful it's yeah that was a mouthful but it's no surprise that the homie coop seal who uses words like nomenclature is worried about the proper uh naming of tricks i just think whatever gets the goddamn point across
0: yeah, but I un- I'm fully in agreement with. There's no way you can pop fakie and do a switch trick. So when he says you can't do a fakie switchback five o, 100% agreement. It's a fakie nose Do right. yeah. you agree with that?
1: Yeah, but I I'm sure I've said it wrong a million times before. Like I, I feel like I've said sw- fakey switchback five because sometimes I just say it so that it's easier it's for clear the for the to person. Understand.
0: But think about a back tail. You're sliding a back tail. Now, if you fakie ollie into the back tail, it's still a back tail. There's no way it can be a fakie okay. front tail, because then, Coop, you're just changing the name of the tail slide, not how you're getting into it. Okay, but without thinking about it too much, what do you call
1: the trick that I do fakie on the Legend Cleveland?
0: Oh, it's a fakie 5 But Put it. Fakie... Ah! Oh! Yeah, I because, got you. Yes. no you're trying to make me explain it. oh fuck <laughs> that's a fake Yo. it's a brian winning yeah shit you got me oh damn why'd you do me like that no because
1: because i've i always say fakey, I always switch back nose grind because it's just easier for whoever you're talking to because fakey 5-0 is the other way it's like front side right so it's fakie backside five
0: oh so yeah like
1: i've never called it that like i'll just yeah. say fakie ollie switchback nose grind just because there's so much confusion on fakie ollie switchback five oh and back nose grind yeah but yeah i do call fakie ollie switch from five os fakie nose grinds but then when you get to fakey the one we were talking about like
0: Dude, this is so confusing yeah what it comes down to is can you do a half cap nollie or is it a nollie 180?
1: I say nollie 180.
0: No, no, no such thing as a nollie half cab.
1: Uh, I'm not gonna say no such thing. What about thing? a Nolly
0: cab? Like same shit. No, I just it say this no- is what it is, man. Get Maybe the point I do across. Nollie cab, nollie 360. Damn, I, I'm fucking guilty. Man. Yeah, all I do. <laughs> <laughs> you switch back. Nose <laughs> all, ran. all
1: I do is, or I don't care too much about the technicality as long as you're having a conversation and you can just understand each other. I'm not one of those dudes who's like, dude, like yeah. fucking. Inward heel, back nose grind, ferial
0: anus. I can't believe he just got me on there. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Jacob Hibblin. Yo, what's good, Bunk Gang? Loving season 10. Such a great guest lineup. Spanky's interview was so great. Fucking love that dude. My question for you is about illegal tricks. Not sure about you guys, but I can't stand when people manual out of a grind or worst, manual out of a trick over a rail or some sort of barrier. Shit always touches, and even if it's proper manual, it looks fucking gross. So unnecessarily extra. I'd rather just see a trick over something Or land solidly out of a grind. Shit ought to be illegal in my opinion. There are a few guys that do it. No need to mention names. But I think a lot of people might know one specific individual I'm referring to. Am I alone in thinking that shit is disgusting? Or do you fuck with that kind of stuff? Either way, love the show guys. Keep killing it. Peace. I hate that shit.
1: But you know every once in a while you'll see one that that just works it's impressive sometimes
0: yeah but well, just like goes back to combos we're not huge fans of combos to begin with so we tend to agree with you jacob all right next up we got an email from notorious
1: okb okb interesting well we are back oh shit my bad wrong podcast <laughs> oh he put a lot of l's on it uh, i see what you did there bro. What's up bunt gang long time listener first time caller just want to say i'm a big fan of the pod the way you guys put it together you can tell you give a shit about getting good answers from your guests and stories the general skateboarding public might not have heard before rather than just a celebration of skaters sponsors history oh well thanks buddy sweet <clears throat> so sweet of you my question Which skateboarding moments, skaters, do you feel define the past decade? Obviously, this is an insanely broad question, but name a few. Any you think caused something to pivot within skateboarding? Shout out to the guys and my fellow Bunt listener, Willie G. Um, Shout out to Willie G. That's a crazy question. Uh, We just thought about it for a sec. It's too hard to pick... uh, just skaters so we're gonna pick the things that we thought had this is just quickly but these are five things that we thought had a huge impact on the last decade in skateboarding Uh, first off we'll go with uh, media platform Instagram
0: obviously easy answer fucking changed everything everybody's their own brand
1: for better for worse Instagram for sure huge impact Uh, next we picked a website
0: Hard to go against ThrasherMag.com Revolutionized skate videos It's just Single parts For the most part Nowadays You got
1: full videos there You got everything Events Like Basically everyone Has Thrasher In
0: their favorites To keep up to date And I can't imagine The backload Of content Those guys have <laughs> At all times yeah. Everyone wants Their stuff up there
1: They also have Probably the biggest Instagram and skateboarding As well Easily
0: Next, we picked an event, Dime Glory Challenge. Changed skateboard events from being super serious to the most fun they could possibly be.
1: Yeah, if you haven't been to one, I'm sure you've enjoyed the coverage of them. But you got make sure you go if there's ever one again. It's a it's definitely a special, special event.
0: Now that's an easy answer for us here in Canada because we've gotten to go to the Dime Glories. But I'm sure the one they have in Copenhagen for Europe probably did the exact same thing that's true and then we picked a filmmaker strobeck supreme has absolutely taken over bigger than it's ever been and strobeck has a lot to do with that from the guys he picked to be on the team and the guys he picked to film who's in the videos how he made the videos strobeck man the the mind behind all of it
1: yeah, not only did their brand, you know, blow up, but then you see how many people are trying to film like him, trying to edit like him, and how much influence all those kids that they've got on the team at such a young age, how much influence they have on skateboarding now. Definitely the last decade wouldn't have been the same without Strobeck and that whole squad. And then last but not least, we picked our skater of the decade.
0: Yeah, we answered this last last week. Easy answer, Ashad Ware. None other. Guys are killing it, man. Doesn't look to be slowing down anytime soon. Guys are getting better than ever.
1: That's the craziest part is that he's He's at his best right now. Yeah, he's getting better. He's still putting out footage like never seen anything quite like this, dude.
0: He literally is like the total package of doing it all. Social media, constantly dropping shit on Instagram, constantly dropping full parts. The guy's everywhere, man. Contests can literally do it all.
1: Yeah, winning contests on top of all that. He's fucked. Yeah. Uh, thanks for
0: the email. That was a nice was little fun.
1: brainstorming session
0: we had. All right, next up, we got an email from Chris Painter. Hate the pod, shit reeks. Just kidding, boys. Much <laughs> love from the Bay. Thoughts on Frankie Volani? Definitely falls on the creative side. But does he skate the way we all wish Stephen Lawyer and Seba Walker skate? Also, big Steelers fan. Should the Steelers take Jake Fromm or Jalen Hurts if they fall to the second round, considering they have no first round pick? Man, I love me a, a sports fan who
1: hits the skate and the sports questions yeah. in one. Frank Frankie V. Uh, his part in the permanent video was absolutely fucked. He's obviously next level talented on a skateboard. Um, what was the question? Are we
0: fans or something? The question is He's saying that Frankie falls in the creative side of skating because he gets a little wacky sometimes, but with his talent, he uses it correctly. Right, right. Unlike Siba Walker and Stephen Lawyer, do we wish <laughs> that those two would take a page out of Frankie's playbook?
1: Yeah, Frankie does some whack tricks, but I feel like he balances it. Like the, the ratio is probably. 85 to 15 percent wacky, mm-hmm. so you know I don't let it bother me too much when it's a few dusty clips, but yeah, those other two dudes should should try and balance out their ratio of wackiness. But Yo, I'm sure there's so there's a crowd Steeda that loves Walker that shit. On this pod one day. <laughs> oh
0: man, I don't think he would want to come on. I think he would. And then for the Steelers, you guys gave up your first round pick and in, uh, in a trade this year for Minka Fitzpatrick. Was that who they got?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Change that defense over. Change the
0: defense. And honestly, Big Ben looks like he's got two or three years left. I wouldn't necessarily go after a quarterback right now. I would wait and maybe get one in the first round next year or the year after. Big Ben's going to be ready to roll. So I think they'll be like, just the addition of getting Big Ben back will make them a playoff team. Yeah. So, well,
1: what do you think they should draft instead then? Because fuck, who knows? Like, who knows if he gets hurt? Is it going to be a year older? Um, and we definitely know that the backups they have right now ain't doing it.
0: Well, this it was supposed to be a super deep QB draft. So potentially if the guy they really wanted is still available in the second round. But what I'm hearing now is that the wide receiver court is deeper than ever. Right. And they need some help at wide receiver because it didn't look like Juju could fill the holes that AB left. But he was also working with I don't know, like Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. So... They could use a little bit of everything, man. They might even need a running back because James Conner's clearly proven that his body isn't built to withstand 16 games. So I might go with a running back if the right guy's there. It all depends who's there. Can always use tackles and and linemen, man. They go... Those guys are so underrated and they change everything. I couldn't agree more about James Conner.
1: All right, next up, we got an email from Ian Peroni. Perone, What's up Donovan and Saifa Love the pod and have been listening since 2016 Holy fuck It's Damn, 2020 man We've been doing it that long That's crazy <clears throat> I'm one of the few that actually enjoys the rundown as much as the other sections Beast. Enough respect Good to know that there are skaters out there that actually watch sports too As someone who drafted him in fantasy And is a lifelong Saints fan I didn't mind Michael Thomas chirping Let's go. Oh the Vikings on Let's Twitter go. <laughs> This isn't the first time he's done something like that, so it isn't surprising. See Josh Norman exchange from 2018. I think that NFL players slash pro athletes are kind of kooky on social media. Oh, wait, what? Coming around to my side in general, so this instance doesn't stick out to me, but who knows? I could be a little biased. Um... I'd also, I'd also love to hear your thoughts on the future of Zion and the Pelicans. I know the hype around, um, <clears throat> I know the hype around is real, but injuries are concerning. Uh, so whose he,
0: side was he on? Mine or yours? That was
1: confusing. Well, first of all, he admitted he's biased, so he's already kind of like you. All right, moving so he's right along. D- defending we'll just, him uh, and- <laughs> so you wanted to talk about Zion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shouts to Ian. He knows that was a little
0: kooky, but he didn't care. Anyways, obviously, everyone is talking about it. Zion, hell of a first game. Went absolutely nuclear in the fourth quarter, pleading with Alvin Gentry to let him stay in the game, what we all wanted, but it was time for him to come out. They're going to need to save those knees for a later date. The injury risk is there, but there's injury risk with everyone, obviously. It's a little bit more heightened with Zion. We ain't seen a body like his withstand in the NBA, so... I honestly don't know what to predict, man. I hope him all the health in the world because I'd love to watch him play basketball for a long time.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's all you can hope for, man. I don't think there's a single person out there rooting against him. He just seems like the nicest, humble kid, and uh, I cannot wait for his uh, weekly highlights to start oh, popping up.
0: Oh my God, dude! The arc on his threes are, is the best. Dog, just a fucking direct shot right dude, to the. Back it was of the so room.
1: annoying, like i've obviously been waiting for his debut all all year like any nba fan but he just so happens to get healthy like when i'm playing against him in fantasy so i watched that whole game and i was like sick five points and five turnovers like hell yeah and then it happened but i was like cheering i was like so hyped but at the same time i i lost points and threes in that game like that stretch was fucked but uh man congrats to you as a as
0: a New Orleans fan, fucking about to be fun for you watching basketball. All right, next up we got a voice note from that crazy bastard Travis Orton. Let's take a listen, man. Probably gonna be some gunshots in the background or something.
2: <laughs> guys, guys, guys! Your boy checking in from down south. Travis, how's it going, fellas? Thanks for uh, running the podcast league this year. Big shouts to Alan again. His tenth place. Oh, on paper, on paper. Saquon and Camara. on paper, they're good. You guys took ninth. I took third. That's. I'm sorry about that. But keeping it sports-related, what's your biggest pet peeves with fantasy football? Say one of mine is pulling a nick and wishing injury upon another guy. I mean, come on. That's like hoping... Milton Martinez gets hurt And doesn't get sody I it eh, uh, uh, Hold on Other one would be Who the fuck doesn't let a running back in the flex Dumbest shit ever Just uh, So yeah That's my rant Sorry it Took a while to crawl out of my cave Took that huge L With fucking Aaron Rodgers in the pack no, thanks for doing what you guys do. I'm just hoping uh let's go Chiefs, cause uh yeah, fucking fucking 49ers. But uh God bless. Don't be a bully if you know who I'm talking about and uh go pack go.
0: Yeah, like you said, go pack go right into the offseason. <laughs> um Let's get to your question. Pet peeves with fantasy football. It is people, once they're eliminated, still being able to use the waiver wire. Like you guys are eliminated. It's done. In every fantasy league I'm in, I try to instill that rule that leave the players for the guys are still active. I hear your arguments where everyone's still jockeying for position, but if you're not first, you're last, man. You can brag about being in third place, but you made just as much money as we did down in ninth. And as Alan did in tenth, so... It's only okay to, like,
1: mess around on the wire when you're eliminated if there's prize for third place as well. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, stay the fuck off there. <clears throat> it's so annoying. Like, last year I had to deal with all types of collusion, and the commissioner in this basketball league was too lazy to do anything about it. People, like, clearly picking up guys to stop me from, like, beating their friend in the finals, which I did anyways. You fucking sons of bitches. Um, another fantasy pet peeve when dudes give up and just kind of let their team be a free pass because it affects the standings. It's really annoying towards the end of the year where let's say you fought to make the playoffs and then the guy right behind you gets to play some dude who hasn't set his lineup for weeks. Um, me and Donald though, we pretty active commissioners and put a penalty on last place and like make sure we only have people in the league that aren't going to give up. Uh, But that's always annoying.
0: Unfortunately, no one takes fantasy as serious as me and you. So it happens. It happens. Some people have lives. Maybe one day we will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up, we got an email from Chris Castillo. What's up, fam? This is Callie from Jersey. Just listen to your app with Darrell Stanton. I respect your decision throwing heat on Tyreek. As a football fan, I like watching players with unique body types for their position, i.e. Tyreek and King Henry. That being said, what skater do you think has a unique body type who absolutely rips, throw out the obvious big boy Foy? My thoughts are Frankie V or Westgate. Love your podcast. Finally, I don't feel like being a kook. For being a skater who watches football. Y'all should peep the Pat McAfee show for some funny football and sports content. Keep doing what y'all doing. Go Steelers. Um, I'm going to go with the tall guys, man. B.A., Reynolds, doing it for a long, long time. Tall as fuck. It ain't easy. Taking big falls. That's my answer.
1: I've said this before. I'm always envious of the little guys with Big Pop. The Will Marshall's of the world. It just seems like they can jump down gaps for longer without, like, all that weight coming crashing down. I feel like I get, like, a heel bruise easier than, like, a little guy. Like, Grant Patterson, perfect example. Yeah. The little homie, little legend, but jumping off
0: cliffs for, like, his whole career. Always wished I could do that more. Alright, y'all, that's gonna wrap up the post office for this week. Keep getting your emails and voice notes into the Bunt Live at gmail.com. Travis, man, run it back and send another one.
1: Yeah, we'll let you get back to killing them deer in your backyard, you crazy bastard. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to The Rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. You know exactly where we start. It's the Super Bowl. The Ghost picked his team, the Kansas City Chiefs. I got my team, the Niners. I haven't been a Niners fan all year, but I'm ready to ride with them. And we about to pick our MVPs for the game, man bandwagon ass
1: motherfucker
0: oh you don't even talk to me you bandwagon you don't even have one actual team that you cheer for <laughs> there's always like I like this guy so I ride with them or I like yeah yeah you get it
1: I'm just riding with my chiefs dog since what do you, you call one? someone
0: who's like, what do you call someone who's just like kind of a fan of a lot of teams uh a die fan yeah Jacoby yeah, I'm a
1: Diezy fan for sure, but come on. You know I've had love for the Chiefs. If if I was cheering for them in the Alex Smith days, then you can't call me bandwagon for them at least. just fantasy love. <clears throat> Anyways, well, yeah, fuck. I'm not from Kansas
0: City. You're not from New England or Chicago. I could be from Boston, though. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. Yeah. So, MVP of the game. If if the Chiefs wins, it's got to be Mahomes, right? Yeah. Unless Kelsey goes four TDs or something like that. Even nah, if nah. Mahomes is throwing it to him, it's yeah. Uh, Mahomes are, or, or that's it. Check this out, dog. What, Nick Bosa? george kittle george kittle about (laughs) to be the super bowl mvp baby nah bro. yeah he's about to take over in all facets of the offense it's gonna be the george kittle show yeah maybe nick bosa too that'd be nice it'd be cool to see a defender get it but i I don't rate what what the bosa brothers are about you just told me about it (laughs) last week I, I, i ain't backing none of that shit yeah no, that's a. that's and now a good I pick. heard that fucking Conor McGregor's on that mega shit too, and we just had him in the intro last week. Bad look for us. We didn't know about all that wacky shit. Damn. Did you know that? Nah. Yeah, someone just DM me and said that, and I'm like, Fuck, it's too late to take it back." <laughs> I already put it in the story too. Like, my bad on that one. But so you're going with Mahomes. I'm going with George Kittle. It is what it is, man. we ready for a good Super Bowl. I think it's gonna be one of the good ones, man. I hope so, man. I don't see how it could not
1: be with these two teams. Like, it's gonna be so hard to stop the Chiefs from scoring. And then if the 49ers can make it a shootout, that's just gonna be
0: fucking primetime TV. Dark horse Raheem Mostert. Yeah. Super Bowl MVP. That'd be hilarious. It's possible. One other thing I wanted to talk about in football this week. Luke Keekly announced his retirement at the extreme young age of 28 man was at the top of his game vital part of the Carolina Panthers quarterback in that defense for years and man the growing list of younger players retiring is just getting longer and longer you have Calvin Megatron Johnson retired at age 30 Patrick Willis age 30 rob the great gronkowski age 29 and your boy andrew luck at age 29 is this something we're going to see more and more in the nfl yeah someone else retired the other day too what was his name eli Manning? <laughs> no no
1: he's <laughs> old and done no luke Ke- luke, luke uh, Keiki, Keiki. that was the first guy No, I but there was another one they retired like a day apart but i wasn't as familiar with him he <laughs> played for the saints zach lyon on the saints retired 29 i think it's uh i support these dudes retiring man as someone who's actually currently has a concussion right now and has had a handful of them and it's it's just scary man the the unknown of what the fuck's going on with your brain like unfortunately we can't study brains like of people while they're alive to check for ct and all that type of shit you kind of just have to trust your body and and look to the future like these guys like i mean i've had mine but i can't even imagine being in the nfl and getting banged up every weekend every day every time i see a player get a concussion and i see them take one week off and start playing again i'm like you're not better because i know how it feels but these guys want to get paid and they have such a short window that you have just heard that story a million times you know guys rushing back in the nfl because they need to get their next contract or whatever the reason is it's it's really sad man i I hope next time they negotiate their cba shit that they get guaranteed contracts because that's like step one but uh yeah it's sad but i I just support these dudes retiring because it's it's fucked man you don't want to mess up your brain you only got one and
0: it's not going to heal if you fuck it up i completely agree if these guys want to get out early it's completely up to them Luke Kuechly's obviously made enough money in his career. He's happy with it. He's going to be happy with his decision, and his quality of life is going to be better off. You know, that guy's battled injuries his whole career. Same with a lot of guys on this list, man, like what the Gronk put his body through and his knees and arms and shoulders, his back, That guy's body was beaten to a pulp, man, because if you got to hit the Gronk, you got to hit him your hardest. Every guy's hitting him as hard as possible. Same with Andrew Luck, man. He battled all sorts of shit. Completely respect the decision, man. Football, the NFL stands for not for life, man. So get out while you still got yours. No, not for long. <laughs> <In> life either. <laughs> life ain't long, man, when you're playing in the NFL. But yeah, Gronk,
1: I remember when he retired, he also mentioned that he had, like, countless concussions. Of course. You know, so many players hide them, too, because you can... Technically keep playing sports, but you just don't feel right. It's such a strange feeling having one um, <clears throat> So congrats to anyone Be having the foresight
0: to, to just call it before it's too late You know, what's crazy though and what boggles my mind is that a lot of these guys in the NFL have the option to potentially play Basketball or baseball and a lot of them will choose. I feel like the NBA is the easy first choice Definitely. Gotta be the first choice. Like without even money aside, like it's just a safer sport to play. And then for some reason it's like baseball is the last choice, where baseball would be my second choice all day of the week. Like Russell Wilson, he should be in the MLB, same with Kyler Murray, right? And both those guys chose the NFL and like the stardom is bigger. You're more worldwide known. Your name is bigger for sure, but quality of life is less well that's what we were we discussed that before
1: kyler made a decision Mm -hmm. we both said we thought he'd go to football because he'd be a bigger star but fuck man that guy's tiny like one he gets caught and he loves to run so like it's scary man if i'm his parents i'm like watching him holding my breath all game every week especially those first couple weeks when he looked like a chicken he's tiny with his head cut off yeah yeah basketball for sure man
0: all day or baseball. Just, like just a random sports question. A little off topic. But I was just thinking about this the other day. Because I've noticed my, my own physical game in hockey has declined because I'm a couch potato these days. <laughs> I need to, like, get in the gym or something. I know I made that New Year's resolution. It's What is it? It's the 24th of January. I went once. So, one more time than I went last year. But <laughs> <laughs> what sport has the most athletic athlete. What sport do you need to be the most athletic to play? And at first I thought football, cause it's pain management and it's mental and physical. You gotta be smart, you gotta read the play. And then I went over to basketball because I, anytime I played basketball, it's just, it takes so much out of your body. Like you're not stopping. And then I thought about soccer cause you're literally running for so long. And then hockey, because it's physical, and it's also, like... There's a lot of fear in hockey, because you can actually, like, do whatever you want. You can, like, literally bare-knuckle fight. I, did, I didn't... I wasn't able to come up with the correct answer, because I don't know if there is one, but... If you, I had to pick, I would pick basketball, I
1: think. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, you could call me biased, because it's my first love in sports. Actually, second after soccer, but... You know I'm a basketball guy, but I think it's, it's basketball, man. Like these guys are such elite athletes this sp- the speed combined with the height like these are the best of the best and i would just say not football just because some of the dudes are out of shape and like if you on average like the uh, what is NFL the most athletic
0: position in fo- football though wide receiver or, or runner? running back yeah, running there's, back there's takes, fat running, like C.J. Anderson. Yeah, running back takes a total package, though, I feel like. You yeah. have to be as strong as you are fast. And then I was thinking hockey because it's the same thing. You have to be as strong as you are fast while mentally strong. Eh. but Tell us what you think, man. The only thing about hockey is sometimes I feel like there's dudes
1: that are out of shape that are just killing it. Because you're gliding around where like, I feel like that takes a little bit less
0: yeah, skating definitely takes
1: less than running. So, what, what's that dude fucking...
0: Phil Kessel?
1: Yeah, Kessel. Like, a dude like that. One of the better players Don't in the league. Don't disrespect Phil Kessel. That's a two-time he, Stanley Cup I, I champion. I know, but then you see him with his shirt Perennial off and like... Perennial 30
0: goal scorer. <laughs> he's bald as shit and eats hot dogs and goes fishing in the offseason. But he's an athlete. But write us and tell us what you think the most athletic athlete is and what sport he comes from, and name the one person. It's got to be LeBron on the planet right now, probably. Mm, he's getting older. Well,
1: I'd uh, say like Usain Bolt if we're just picking one, but even he's getting older too. Kawhi Leonard maybe? Actually, no, he's LeBron's got LeBron's more knee. athletic than Kawhi. Not anymore though I don't yeah, know Yeah he is the He's The number bigger. one
0: athlete He's bigger Right now in the world Like if you had to pick one person To go into Hunger Games To rep your ward Or whatever They called those John Morant If he was like A little bit
1: bigger <laughs> Lebron could <laughs> No I'm not talking about Just strength Like Lebron doesn't have The same Explosiveness That he once did he well, he's got damn near enough No he does He does
0: um, So I Have to think about that more <laughs> Nah Nah we'll get you we'll get that one going next week. All right, wrap it up, man. Any last words? You're going to Miami, man. Get excited. Yeah,
1: Miami. Tomorrow, I'll be uh checking in next week on next episode from uh, South Beach, you get me? Let's get it. Gonna go see Jimmy Butler in the
0: heat. All right, y'all, catch us next week. Peace. <laughs>